The Speed of Trust by Stephen M. R. Covey One sentence summary. The speed of trust not only explains the economics of trust, but also shows you how to cultivate great trust in yourself, your relationships, and the three kinds of stakeholders you'll deal with when you're running a company. My favorite quote from the author is, We judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their behavior. Stephen M. R. Covey The one thing that changes everything. That's the byline of the book, and it couldn't be more accurate. Since The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was my biggest hit with 4-minute books so far, I thought I'd give another one of Stephen Covey's books a go. But wait. Look closely and you'll see that this book was written by Stephen M. R. Covey, not Stephen R. Covey. His son carries forward his legacy. After running the Covey Leadership Center as CEO and growing it 80x in value, he now runs his own leadership institute about trust, Covey Link. Here are three great lessons from his book about trust. 1. Trust increases speed and thus lowers costs in businesses. 2. You first have to trust yourself, because trust is similar to confidence. 3. Societal trust is especially important for businesses to cultivate by contributing. I hope you're ready to be honest, because I'm honestly ready to learn something about honesty. The Speed of Trust, Lesson 1 Trust increases speed and thus lowers costs in businesses. This answers the question, is trust good for business? I bet you, like a lot of people, trust in FedEx to deliver overnight. And they do. But did you know that your trust in them is actually a major part of why they're so fast in the first place? Since many people trust in FedEx to deliver the next day, FedEx gets hundreds of thousands of packages and orders to deliver each day. People buy and they buy fast. The speed with which FedEx receives incoming orders at scale is what endows it with the flow of financial capital it needs to not only pay for overnight drivers or book special air freight services, but also create and employ systems that will lower the average cost per delivery. Vice versa, after 9-11, the average airport security check took an hour and a half, as opposed to 30 minutes before. The trust in airplane passengers was gone, making the whole process of scanning them slower, leading to increased costs for personnel and machinery. Covey says this adds a component of trust to the strategy versus execution formula, which can either be a trust tax or a tax dividend. More trust leads to faster results, less trust to slower progress. The speed of trust, lesson 2. You first have to trust yourself because trust is similar to confidence. This answers the question, where should I employ my trust first? Trust is very much like confidence, which in turn is created when competence and character come together. It asks the question of how much you believe in a person to follow through on their intentions. The most important person to trust then is yourself. Because when you don't believe that you'll do what you say you will, how can you possibly bestow that trust on others? Covey says there are four cores to developing great trust in yourself. Core number one, integrity. Core number two, intent. Core number three, capabilities. Core number four, results. Integrity is about being honest whenever you get a chance. Have a chance to admit you were really lucky with that last goal you scored during soccer practice? Do it. 
Making even the smallest commitment and keeping it will also help. It might be as simple as stopping to hit the snooze button. Intent comes from questioning your motives and developing admirable ones. Forget I want to be rich as a mantra. Shoot for work that's meaningful and you'll be much better off. Capabilities is all about developing skills, even when you don't have to. Deliberate practice will eventually make you good at what you do and you can draw confidence and trust from that. Results is then all about building a track record that you can look back upon as a confirmation of the trust you put in yourself. I, for example, have published 50 dice in a row, 55 days in a row on 4-minute books. The Speed of Trust, Lesson 3 If you run a business, try to develop societal trust through contribution. This answers the question, how can a business gain the trust of society? Covey says there are three kinds of stakeholders with which your business must build trust in different ways. The most striking one to me was the societal trust you build with stakeholders who are neither employees nor customers, but just part of your company's environment. Giving back to those around you will earn you the respect and admiration of society which you might desperately need one day. For example, when Rodney King was assaulted by four policemen, the incident sparked the 1992 LA riots, with over 50 deaths, 2,000 injured and close to 4,000 buildings burned and destroyed. Out of all buildings, five McDonald's restaurants were left unscathed. They had a history of supporting their community with basketballs for teenagers to shoot some hoops, free cups of coffee for the homeless, literacy programs and jobs for the less privileged. This is the kind of marketing you can't manufacture, the kind that's not even marketing. It's trust. My personal takeaways from the Speed of Trust for 2017. About trust and honesty, I'd first like to share my personal attitude towards, yeah, well, trust and being honest. Uh, I have to, I have to say, I have to admit actually that I'm not, uh, I'm not a good liar. Uh, um. I feel really bad when I do it and I feel even worse when I say yes to something or agree to something that's not in line with my values. And so much in fact that this is something I realized, I want to say at about, at about 20 years old, that's been bothering me so much at times that it made me ill. So the, the feeling I get, you know, the heart racing and, and the sick to your stomach feeling when you get up and you can't sleep and all that kind of stuff that comes with, I don't know, being dishonest or agreeing to something you don't really, re you don't really feel like doing or doing something that's against your values, your beliefs. I didn't connect those with, with my actions, with, for example, agreeing to take on a project I didn't want to. Um, and when I realized that what that was what it was, I could also point to that as a source of several sicknesses I've had. So I will physically get ill if I'm dishonest. So for me, putting my money on trust is <laughs> is a no-brainer because it keep, it just keeps me healthy. It literally keeps me healthy. <clears throat> but to see it as this as this tool of business too, um in hindsight, makes perfect sense. And I think that the most transparent businesses are the ones that win the biggest. 
There is a company called Buffer. They help you schedule your social media, your tweets, for example, and Facebook posts. They help you schedule that with software. And what they have done to embed trust in their business is they have a transparency blog where they transparently talk about and share everything they do. They even have a dashboard where they show all their numbers in real time, revenue, churn, new customers, cancellations, and so on. They also have an open salary sheet where they publish all the salaries, how they're calculated, what the formula is for every single employee, and so on and so forth. And I think this this issue of transparency and, and trust is a big part of delivering transparency. I think this is only going to get bigger in the future, um, especially when when private privacy and so on are, is going to be a bigger concern. The more trust you create up front by being transparent, the more you're going to win. So if you're worried about putting your private documents in Dropbox, if you're worried about posting something honest on Facebook, if you're worried about sharing your opinion in public, try to work against that as much as you can, because in the future, this is going to be a much more substantial part of winning in business too.